Have you ever found yourself in a challenging conversation with a colleague or staff member, unsure how to deliver feedback that's both effective yet empathetic? Today, I'm going to share with you a powerful framework that could transform these daunting interactions into opportunities for growth and understanding. Hey everyone, it's Shane Leaning. Welcome back to Global Ed Leaders, a podcast about education across countries and cultures. I'm an organizational coach, and in this show, I learn with the teachers, leaders, and innovators making a difference around the world. And every other week, I share bite-sized strategies to inspire your leadership. And that's what today's episode is about. As a school leader, or as any leader in any organization, in fact, you don't even have to be a leader. Life is just full of difficult conversations, right? We've all had them. We've all squirmed. None of us like to do them. So let's talk about it. I actually remember one of the first difficult conversations I had to have. I was a department lead at the time and I had a colleague who, well, was underperforming in in different ways. And my leader at the time said, Shane, you've got to, you've got to have this conversation with them. You've got to help them, help them to get better. And I felt so awkward. I just had no idea how I was going to approach this conversation. So what did I do? I did what most of us would do. I Googled it, right? I Googled it and I thought, how to have a difficult conversation, how to deliver negative feedback. And I followed a structure at the time. And that structure actually was my best friend at the time because it allowed me to have this conversation in a healthy way, in a more comfortable way for both of us. And I felt a little bit more confident as well. And look, I'm not saying these conversations are ever easy. They're not. No one likes them. But from my experience and having had many since that first time, having a framework to follow, having a system to follow will make it feel that little bit easier. So today I want to share with you one framework, which I think works pretty well. And the framework's pretty easy to remember because it's called COIN, C-O-I-N. This was a model actually developed by Anna Carroll. So she's an organizational consultant. She's an executive coach. She's a speaker. And um, she has like a background in social work and, and specializes in organizational planning. As part of her work, she started really observing this common challenge in many workplaces, which is a reluctance or if not reluctance, like inefficiency with leaders and managers giving constructive and effective feedback, which she said often resulted in things like missed opportunities for development or even unresolved conflicts. So she created a simple structured model that managers could easily use to provide some clear, effective and safe feedback. And that's where this COIN method comes from. So COIN, what does it stand for? It stands for context observation, impact, and next steps. Context, observation, impact, next steps. So each element has been designed to guide the person who's giving the feedback through a process that's easy to understand. She put this into a book actually called The Feedback Imperative. That details, in a lot more detail than I'm going to share with you today, that COIN model. But let's talk through it. So, COIN. The first step is context. So you go into this conversation. This is where you describe, you literally describe when and where 
the behavior occurred that you're going to be talking about. You set the context. Then observation. You state very simply, what did you observe? You focus specifically here on observable behavior. You're not making judgments. You're not making assumptions. You're just stating your observation because the next step is impact. That's where you explain the effect of the behavior that you've observed. And finally, and this is what makes this a little bit different to some other models, because some models stop there. Finally, it talks about next. What should happen next? It could be a suggestion. It could be a request for a change in behavior. Or it could be, and this is my preference as a coach, an invitation for that person to suggest a solution. So I'm going to give an example. Maybe this is something that you've gone through as well. So you've got a, you're a leader in a school. You've got a member of staff who has been missing their lunch duties. So how might you approach that? You invite them in for a conversation. So you might open the conversation with the context and an observation. So you would literally say something as simple as, I wanted to talk about the lunch duty schedule. That's the context. Maybe then you would give an observation. Over the past two weeks, specifically on, maybe you would say Monday and Wednesday, Give be specific, I noticed you weren't present during your assigned lunch duty. Would you be able to maybe share your perspective on this? Maybe invite them to talk early after that observation. This is where they might come back and tell you something like they've been struggling with time management, maybe. Maybe they'll tell you they've had some urgent student issues that have come up that have overlapped with the lunch duty. This is where you move on to impact. You might say, okay, yeah, I understand. Unexpected tasks can arrive. However, it's important to note that your absence did affect the team. Others had to cover your duty on a short notice which added to their workload and maybe it disrupted the supervision routine. You might at this point, having pointed out the impact, ask them if they were aware of this impact. And at this point, the staff maybe would be able to reflect and maybe they go, yeah, oh gosh, yeah, I hadn't thought of that. Or maybe there's a bit of defensiveness. Maybe they would say, well, actually, I didn't realise that would cause such an issue. I thought someone would just fill in with not too much trouble. You might then talk a little bit more about the impact. So you might say something like, it's crucial for us to maintain a reliable schedule for student safety and staff workload balance. And then you might move on to that N, the next steps. So let's think, how can we address these overlaps in the future? Do you have any suggestions? As a coach, you're passing it back to them, perhaps. Maybe they would then suggest, maybe I could swap lunch duties with someone on days I have a heavy workload. or get a temporary replacement in advance or something, something like that. At which point you can maybe say, yeah, great. Good idea. Can we form a, formalize a duty swapping process together and communicate it? I can help facilitate it. And maybe can we check in in a week's time or in two weeks time to resolve this? How's that sound? So that's one example using the process. But maybe, maybe it's something um, to do with their behavior a little bit more. So let's, let's have an example. What if one of your male staff was using sexist language in a meeting? and it was reported to you by other staff, how would you approach that? It's going to be a difficult conversation. So again, go through that COIN framework. So start with the context and the observation. I'd like to discuss your incident in yesterday's meeting. So while we were discussing the training, you mentioned that this teacher might not be suited for the project because of her gender. What are your thoughts behind this comment? At this point, they might, you might get a response such as, 
you know, I was joking. I didn't mean it seriously. It's just harmless banter, something like that, maybe. This is where you would look to move on to that impact stage, the important part. You could say something like, I understand it might not have been your intention to offend, but that comment was inappropriate and it did have a negative impact. It didn't, it not only undermined the teacher's professional capabilities, but it also created a bit of an uncomfortable environment for everyone else. And it does go against our values of respect and equality. Do you see how these comments could be harmful? Maybe you'll throw it back. At this point, hopefully the staff is is reflecting. And, may, and look, I've shortened this down. It might go a li- on a little bit longer. But you've done the impact. You've described the impact. And hopefully they can reflect on the impact. You might then have to take the next step and say, it's important that we maintain a respectful and inclusive environment. You might throw it back to them. So what could we do? They might suggest something. They might suggest apologizing. They might suggest changing their behavior. It might be... More serious than that, maybe you have to make a suggestion. This is where it would be uncomfortable. Maybe you have to suggest an apology. Maybe you have to suggest some sessions together to talk about that in the future. There's many ways you might deal with that, and that's up to you as a leader. But this framework, at least, takes you through a process to follow that makes it a bit easier on both sides. So there's two examples you can use this coin. I've used this coin a few times and it just, it just creates that process that also frees up a bit of your cognitive space because this is a really challenging task for you to be able to have that conversation. And it can be used on difficult conversations, but it could also be used for providing performance feedback. Maybe you do performance feedback a lot. It can help you articulate that feedback clearly. It could be used for professional development to guide discussions around teaching practices to reflect on their practices um, and of course conflict resolution context observation impact next steps i hope that was a useful short process for you to follow let me know how you get on send me a message on linkedin or x i'd love to hear about your experiences maybe you've got a different model that's cool let me know Global Ed Leaders is hosted and produced by me, Shane Leaning, with original music by Guillermo Silva. If you like this show, it would really mean the world if you could leave a review on your podcast platform. So go there now and type me a, a quick review. I'll be sure to check and give a shout out on the show, and it really does help get more international school leaders listening. As mentioned, if you're online, you can find me on X using my handle at Leaning Shane or LinkedIn using the links in the show notes. And this episode and all of my past episodes can be found on shaneleaning.com. But as ever, if we don't speak before, I'll see you here next week.